0: Wow, okay, it's been a minute since I made one of these, like a month, actually, I think, but there's something that's been coming up in my feed that I want to talk about. I've already briefly touched on it before, but I wanted to make a whole episode about it, and that is posthumous albums, bruh, or posthumous music in general. I love hearing people, like, debate and talk about this. I personally am someone who does not support them at all, for the most part. There's very few cases where I have felt that it was done in a way that was respectful. And by very few cases, I actually mean one case, and that is Circles by Mac Miller. And I'm not even trying to sound biased because he is one of my favorite artists. But the way that, I mean, and that's also a separate case scenario from a lot of other situations that we're seeing because the word is that that album was mostly finished for the most part at the time that he died. And it did come out a year and a few months after he passed away. And the producer that he was working on it with oh, God, who was it? Let me look it up. Um, John John Brion. John Brion. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, they worked together very closely during the recording process of Circles. And it was meant to be a trilogy, I think, with uh, Swimming. But it just sounds it just sounds complete and it sounds thought out and it doesn't sound like any of the vocals sounded like bad quality. Like it was not recorded with the intention to be released and put out. And what I'm thinking when I talk about this in relation to this album is pop smoke and the song, I only have the version of it from the Kanye album. The We made it. That sounds like it was recorded on, a phonogram straight out of, like, 1860. And you know that wasn't intended to be, like, put out. And the thing in specific that is making me think about this again is Anderson Packs new tattoo. I don't know if you saw it. I will read it out for you. All caps on his arm, right under a tattoo of a Muppet. And it says, When I'm gone, please don't release any posthumous albums or songs with my name attached. Those were just demos and never intended to be heard by the public. He got a lot of mixed reactions from this. I was looking at a few Instagram accounts that posted this, and first of all, a lot of the people in the comments were saying who, and that's just embarrassing because those are the same people that – never mind, I don't even want to get into that. But Anderson .Paak is such an amazing artist, and just check him out. Malibu is one of my favorite albums ever. But this is a bold statement by him because he could have easily tweeted this, said it in an interview – but he got it tattooed, all caps, on his arm, and that's on him forever. And I just think that's so interesting because to go to the extent of doing that really shows how how important it is to these artists that their music be released under their own terms. And I really feel bad. I really do feel bad for a lot of the artists, like uh, the main ones that I keep think of, thinking of, and I don't want to beat this to the bush, but Pop Smoke and also XXXTentacion. Like, I really feel bad for them because they didn't really have a say. And you can really tell when something is being put out as a cash grab by the label. The rate that the Pop Smoke album, what is it called? The one that just came out. I got to look it up. I am not prepared for this, but I just wanted this to be as raw as I could get it because this is something that I'm pretty passionate about. Faith. The rate that the Faith Deluxe album came out, after the regular album, which already was his, like, second or third posthumous album, it was a couple days after, and there's 30 songs on the deluxe edition, and 20 on the regular. First of all, what's, like, what's the rush of putting all this out? Because now you're left in a situation where Pop Smoke's friend is saying that he doesn't have that much music left in the vault, or any of that in that case, I don't even know. But, it's such a rush to just put stuff out, and I really feel bad for Pop Smoke because even he was at the beginning of his career when he passed away, but do you think he wanted some of this stuff to be, like, heard? I don't know. I don't I don't know Pop Smoke. There's some people that do, obviously, and they're the ones that are in charge of putting this out, but it just really makes me think if this was intended for people to be heard, some of the stuff that is being put out by him obviously on anderson back tattoo we're seeing those are just demos and never intended to be heard by the public and that's what sticks out a lot to me because music is very personal for artists and it should 100 percent be up to them to determine and put out what they want their message to be and some things that people write that maybe they'll they not they do not think it's up to par of their other stuff that they're putting out Or it's something that they don't feel like sharing, you know? And without having the person there to really, like, dictate, like, what it is that they want to be put out under their name because it's their art that they worked on and created, it just, I don't know, it's just such a, like, a gross situation, and I do not support it. And I'm lucky that one of my favorite artists, Mac Miller, his album was put out in a way that i feel it genuinely was taken care of and was put out with the intent that that is really something that he would have put out like it genuine it was a genuine release not for money for the fans and obviously there was physical pressings of the album and it is on streaming so obviously they are getting money and stuff for it but i don't feel like that was the sole intention of it you know, and I feel like that could be put up against many other, like, posthumous releases. I don't know. This is something that I want to talk, that I want to have an episode with someone else on that disagrees with me. I'm going to find someone. If you want to talk about posthumous albums, let me know, because this is one of my favorite topics. When I used to work on a magazine, I wrote an article about this. I've already talked about this before. I... On my this podcast, I talk about it all the time. This is one of my favorite topics because it really is so interesting to me. And I'm gonna look into other into other artists and listen to more things of artists who have passed away. There's there's been a, there's been Michael Jackson, um, posthumous releases. Has there been Prince? I don't know. I feel like I remember him like a quote of him saying something about posthumous albums. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into that and come back with that. This is gonna be part one of the posthumous album rant, okay? I'm gonna get into this better in the future. Ugh, I just had to. I just had to get it off. Oh, I didn't prepare songs to send you home with because I really rushed into this, but I'll find some. Okay, the songs that I'm sending you home with are "Far Away" by Easha, E A S H A and technically by Teezo Touchdown. Tizo Touchdown, he obviously is blowing up because he was featured on Call Me If You Get Lost, but he's one of my favorite artists. I'm going to the March 14th show at Madison Square Garden. Everyone pull up, and we're going to mosh to Tizo Touchdown. I'm going to put myself in danger on purpose. All right. Well, thank you for listening. I have other things to do, but I really wanted to just get this out. The Anderson Pack tattoo really like sparked a new flame in me on this topic. Well, thanks for listening again. <laughs> I'm just ranting at this point, so I'll see you later. Bye, guys.